Did you know that adults who read 30 minutes a week reported feeling 20% more satisfied with their lives in a latest study? Another study showed the reduced stress by 68% those who read regularly, more so than listening to music, having a cup of tea, or taking a walk. Another piece of research showed US and Germany tied for 22nd in those countries which claim the most reading per person. Country number one was India at 11 hours per week, and country number two was Thailand, and the rest were a distant third and fading. Congratulations to India. I know we got a lot of listeners on the podcast for that. Eight science-backed reasons for reading a real book. Number one, it increases intelligence. You get exposed to increased vocabulary. Number two, boosting brain power, just like going for jogging or exercising. Number three, reading can make you more empathic. Getting lost in a good read can make it easier for you to relate to others. Number four, flipping pages can help you understand better what you're reading. The feel of paper pages under your fingertips provides your brain with some context, which can lead to a deeper understanding and better comprehension of the subject you're reading about. Hmm, interesting. We're going to talk about podcasting later. Number five, this is exciting. It may help fight off Alzheimer's disease. Those who engage their brains through activities such as reading, chess, or puzzles could be two and a half times less likely to develop Alzheimer's. Number six, stress release. Research suggests that reading can work as a serious stress buster. Number seven, reading can help you with sleep. Creating a bedtime ritual like reading before bed signals to your body that it's time to wind down and go to sleep. Number eight, reading is contagious. More than 40% of the frequent readers said that they were read to from ages 6 to 10. So, eight reasons. In summary, eight benefits of reading. Mental stimulation, stress reduction, knowledge, vocabulary expansion, memory improvement, stronger analytical skills, improved focus and concentration, and better writing skills. Hello, everybody. This is Rick Hyland with RLG International. This is another CI for Life podcast. Our podcast is for those individuals passionate about personal and professional continuous improvement. As you can tell today, is the topic is personal learning and development, and we're going to focus on, in particular, reading. December is a great month to talk about learning and review. It's the end of the year, and it's a great time to reflect and learn and get ready for 2012. That's why I've chosen today to talk about personal learning. Have you ever read a book and been so inspired that it actually improved your day and your week? Maybe you read about a historical character such as Abraham Lincoln, Mahatma Gandhi, Nelson Mandela, George Washington, or even your own ancestor. Did you feel edified, uplifted, rejuvenated? Or how about a fictional book that took you away into another time or adventure? Two hours later, you have no idea where the time went, but you feel renewed, escaped, and re-energized. That is the power of books. In Alexander Green's book, Beyond Wealth, he says deep reading inspires new associations, insights, and occasional epiphany. Thoughts expand, language grows, and consciousness deepens. Author Seth Lehrer observes, We live not with the books themselves, but with our memories of the books. The bits and pieces we recall, the pages we dog-ear, the lines we highlight. And my favorite quote and reason for all Warren Buffett's business partner, a fellow multi-billionaire, Charlie Munger, says, In my whole life, I have known no wise people who didn't read all the time. None. Zero. Let me read that again from Charles Munger. In my whole life, I have known no wise people who didn't read all the time. None. Zero. (laughs) So, 
what did you read this year? What did you learn this year? Uh, what books did you relax with? I asked my top 12 people that I know, friends, family, clients, RLG associates, what books they read, and I'm about to share that with you in a minute. What inspired them? What were their top reads of the year? And these are people that uh, read a lot. And this is, I'll give you a sample. I'll, I'll put it on my blog for you. I'll give you that reference at the end of the podcast. But I'll give you a sample. Under the business category, some of the favorite books this year were Getting the Right Things Done, A Leader's Guide to Planning and Execution by Pascal Dennis. The Lean Startup, How Today's Entrepreneurs Use Continuous Innovation to Create Radically Successful Businesses by Eric Reis. Number three, even more schedule for sale, advanced work packaging for construction projects by Jeff Ryan. You can tell I'm capital projects focused there. And then number four, the four disciplines of execution, achieving your wildly important goals by Covey, etc. Giving it all away and all back again by David Green and Bill Hugh. And one of my favorites, complex projects by Edward Morrow. Under the personal development category, there's a few votes for Atomic Habits by James Clear, and I'll talk more about that one later. The 12-week year, get more done in 12 weeks than any others do in 12 months by Brian Moran. And then the old classic, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning by Margarita Magnuson. Grit by Angela Duckworth. That got a few votes as well, and I've read that. I love that book. Daring to Lead by Brene Brown. We've referenced Brene Brown's work on courage and leadership and vulnerability before. Passion and Purpose by Merle Hart Hansen. Discover Your True North by Bill George. Extreme Ownership by Jacko Wilkins. The Advantage by Patrick Lucioni. Lucioni writes a lot of really good books inside of a, a story or a fable that illustrates key business practices. And then uh, Talent is Overrated by Jeff Colvin, uh, one which we've done a podcast about. And then under historical nonfiction, we have quite a few, but I'll read you a few of them. Favorite books by my top 12 learning people that I know read a lot and have for their entire life. An Astronaut's Guide to Life by Chris Hadfield. Uh, we've done a podcast with him, very inspirational. His Excellency George Washington by Joseph Ellis. 1776 by David McCullough. Uh, the Nightingale by Kristen Hanna, and then a few people registered Becoming by Michelle Obama. There's more. I'll put that on my blog. I'll give you that reference here at the end of the podcast. Um, but those are the top 12 people I know that have read all their life and what they've read, and I asked them to give me their top two or three references. So what inspired you this year? What did you learn? What books did you relax with? My top four books were Atomic Habits by James Clear. Uh, I love, those of you who know me, love the idea of rigor, habits, and discipline uh, to lead to a successful life. And I thought James Clear, I think the best compliment I could give him on that book is the book I wish I wrote. wrote. He had a tremendous amount of insights on how to develop, why we need habits, etc. And I highly recommend that one. I've already mentioned Leading Complex Projects by Edward Morrow, the president and CEO of IPA, uh, Independent Project Association. Um, really liked his piece of work and highlighted the importance of leadership and cl collaboration in mega capital projects. In episode 25, my third favorite book of the year was Talent is Overrated by Jeff Colvin. Uh, the importance of disciplined habits or uh, deliberate practice leads to excellence, not, not just you're born with it. 
And then I've already mentioned An Astronaut's Guide to Earth by Chris Hadfield. So many lessons uh, in space and science of planning and preparation that are excellent for business. And that was episode five. So what are your best books? What's your goals for next year? I'm not a natural reader, but I love the benefits it brings to my soul. I, every year I have a goal to read 25 books. I know that's not a lot compared to the big readers I know, my son Brett and Lauren, uh, Roger Lang with RLG, Bradford, Bill Nash, Bradford Sledge, Bill Nash, ferocious readers, read a lot, um, but I do see the benefits. Uh, I feel inspired almost every time I read. Ideas pop into my head to help me be a better husband and father, podcast ideas, new ideas for clients, for RLGers, or I feel motivated almost every time I read and what I pick up and inspired and it lifts my soul. And I find it a, a very good mental health and inspiration benefit. I did want to also mention just the podcast uh, is a new genre that's gaining so much popularity. And I think, you know, some of us like to touch the paper and feel it. And, but there's uh, these podcasts are really helping in our very busy society when people are on the go all the time. Um, it's providing a great way to learn. Uh, so let me share you some stats. These are U.S.-based, but I know around the world similar uh, type trends are happening. There are now more than 700,000 active podcasts and over 29 million episodes. Um, the uh, most popular podcasting areas are society and culture, business, news and politics, and health. 70% of the U.S. population are familiar with the term podcasting. 51% have listened to a podcast, 32% of the U.S. population listen at least once a week, and 22% of the population um, uh, listen more than weekly or, or almost daily, and uh, the 6% are avid podcast fans, and those numbers are only going to go up. Uh, the other statistics show that uh, most of the people uh, listening to podcasts are highly educated. Um, 45% of the podcast listeners have over $250,000 in inc uh, family income. 52% are male, 46% are female. So, and interestingly enough, the number one medium for podcast consumption is uh, on the cell phone. And it's interesting to note that 11% um, of the podcasts are listened to at work. 4% are listening while public transport transportation 4%, I would have thought this one was higher, are uh, listening while working out, and 3% uh, while walking, 7% in other situations. So in our uh, speed of life today, in our complexity of life, uh, a, a commute or a workout or perhaps a break at work is a great way to keep learning through podcasts. Okay, let's end where we started. The benefits of reading, learning, and listening. Adults who read for 30 minutes a week reported a 20% more satisfaction with their lives. Another study showed reading regularly reduces stress by 68% more than listening to music, having a cup of tea, or taking a walk. We talked about the eight benefits of regular reading. Mental stimulation, stress reduction, increase in knowledge and intelligence, vocabulary expansion, memory improvement, stronger analytical skills, improved focus and concentration, and better writing skills. For a complete list of the recommended books we talked about today, 
And for this research quotes that you can, if you want to see where the studies are gone, you can go on to rlginternational.com under the news and insights section, and you'll see a CI for Life section there. Thanks for spending some of your valuable time with me today. Until next time, live a life of sustainable, continuous improvement. Goodbye. Goodbye.